York, New York, big city of dreams. I'm coming, coming, I'm coming straight out. New York, New York, big city of dreams. What's going on? This is Jay Ellis from the Nick of Time show here. Give you that Nick's talk just in the nick of time. And you know what time it is today, man. It's time for the gunshots today because the Knicks got 40 wins. And a thriller, man. We had to fight for this game. We had to fight for this game. But we ended up getting the W in overtime. I love this team, man. The Knicks finally win in OT 118 to 109 over the Hornets. Julius Randle, man, masterful. The sixth triple-double of the season. Randle with 33 points, 10 rebounds, 13 assists, and a steal on the day. You know how we love these, these mid-afternoon games. They always seem to love us, man. We're racking up these wins. Reggie Bullock did really well as well, especially in that first quarter finishing with 17 points, 6 rebounds. Total team effort. Derrick Rose gives you 15 points with 3 assists. Burks also gives you 14 quickly with 13 points. Total team effort. Everybody chipped in. And this is why I love this New York Knicks team, man. With 40 wins on the night. We have, I think, a 55% win percentage on the season, which is nuts. It's nuts right now that we're even here because we were only supposed to win 22 games. That that was a projected win. The projected win total for this year was 22 games, but we are part of the 40-40 club, like my man Winston Ellis likes to say, man. The Knicks did their thing, man. The Knicks did their thing, and I cannot wait to talk about this game. And, and listen, it's, it's very, very important now. Today was an important day because if, if the Miami Heat lose to the Bucks today, we're guaranteed, and we win tomorrow, we're guaranteed to face the Atlanta Hawks in the playoffs. So we, we kind of control our destiny at this point, man. So gunshots in the mid. This is the first step. We got 40 wins. We got 40 wins. We're overproducing. We're doing better, way better than what other teams and other analysts thought we were going to do. And Knicks are doing a thing, man, led by Julius Randle, led by Tom Thibodeau, led by... Shut out the World Wide West. Everywhere we go, we leave a worldwide mess. Yeah, led by everybody. Yo, exactly. Rose is shooting 60% from... Everybody was contributing, man. This is what I love about this team. You know what I love about this team, guys? And I, I, I'm going I'm to get to some stats. I know y'all see this, the stats scrolling at the bottom. But you know what I love about this team? I love the depth of this team. We've, we've come in with virtually the same team we've had last season. Shout out to Scott Perry and those guys. We've added some key pieces. You know what I mean? We added some key pieces and Alec Burks and Erlens Noel. And it's been a next man up type of team, type of year this whole time. And we had Derrick Rose who did his thing in, in the third quarter. We had different people step up in different times. And that's going to bode well for us in the playoffs, man. It's really going to bode well for us for the playoffs. Uh, and shout out to Rich Jim. I see my mods. Shout out to the mods, man, who do a wonderful job. Who's giving us some extra news, extra insight. Says Butler is questionable for tonight's game. If Butler is not playing for tonight, the Bucks, man, it's, it's pretty much right. Because Butler is what makes this team go. Butler is what makes this team go. So at that point. It would be the Knicks versus the Celtics, and the Celtics are kind of a shell of themselves at this point. They're a depleted and defeated team, and we should win this game, that game pretty easily. It's a must-win game, especially if the the Heat lose tomorrow. We'll end up facing the, the Atlanta Hawks. And so, yo, shout out to the super chat man. Shout out to Sima Singh, who sends a ten dollar super chat. That says 40 wins, man. Absolutely, man. We are hitting that 40 piece. Salute. Salute to the Knicks Nation and all these Knicks fans, man. Y'all deserve it. Now, also, listen, if you want to talk to your boy today, you can definitely talk to your boy today. Um, the, the Discord link is open. It's, it's, the Discord link is pinned to the top of the chat if you want to talk to your boy and discuss these Knicks. 
discuss playoff matchups, possibly, um, and just discuss this win, man. It discuss this win because we have a lot to talk about, a lot to talk about, and I, I'm gonna get into it, man. I, I love, I love this team, man. This team just plays so hard. It's, they play so hard. But let's get into, let's get into this game, man, because first and foremost, this Knicks team shot well from the jump. First quarter, the Knicks dropped 36 points in the first quarter. Reggie Bullock hits you with a fast start. Gives you multiple threes to start this game. Four threes in that first quarter to blow this game open. He hits his season average in that first quarter alone. And it it, it was a big help for us, man. It was a big help for us. But what I really want to point out is... The play of Julius Randle in that first quarter. Because guys who have watched me analyze this Knicks team all season, they will hear me point out how Julius Randle decides to approach this game. Usually, if Randle is going single coverage, if Randle's going single coverage on the night, he's usually ISOing most of the night. Usually, the assists sometimes suffer when he's isoing by himself all the night, right? Usually. But what I loved about the start of this game is the way that Julius Randle started. He started off, even though it was single coverage with him and Cody Zeller, he was penetrating, kicking. He was making an effort. He was making an effort to involve everybody else on his team. He... he he mixed up his game a lot, and this is something we're going to need in the playoffs. This is something we're going to need in the playoffs, for sure. You know what I mean? And I, I want him to continue on that road of not just looking for his own points, even if he has a mismatch in Cody Zeller, because, you know, Zeller can't even clean his boots. You know what I mean? <laughs> but I, we need him to just having all the round game all the time and get this a game like this today where he has a six triple double on the season. So right off the bat, I loved how Julius Randle started his game. I liked what I saw from Reggie Bullock who hit a bunch of threes. Started off fast. I'm going to 14 to six start the Hornets to call timeout and they get back in the game because you know what? The, the first unit, they play pretty good defense on these guys. Against the Hornets first unit. Lonzo Ball, Tay Rozier really in that first half didn't give the Nets much. Um Alfred Payton, you know, he play, he tried to play defense. He played pretty hard, but he ended up score he's ended up fouling, getting two fouls quickly in the first quarter, causing them to kind of catch up because he had a consecutive back to back with a four point play and I think a three point play right after that that got Derrick Rose into the game rather quickly right but um let's let's concentrate on the defense for a second learners the well was what we wanted him to be all stains he was an, an adamant eraser on the defensive end ended up with five blocks on the night but i i think our first unit versus their first unit the edge went to our first unit especially because lamella ball wasn't able to really get off I think he started off the first half of one of five of the night. And I think the problem came when uh, that second unit of the Hornets came in. Not not the whole second unit particularly, but um, Graham. Graham, man. Graham, Graham is a guy who's been rumored, you know, they have the, the Hornets have a lot of point guards. They have a lot of point guards. Graham was kind of lost in the sauce for a second. Um, he might be a free agent this year. That's something to mention because I know shout out to Fritz who wrote an article about free agent point guards early at the beginning of the year. Um, but since LaMelo Ball has gone down, Graham has, has had more time to shine. And sometimes kind of what happens is, guys, sometimes what happens is when, you know, other people, other point guards take over the minutes there's guys you forget who can ball, who can actually ball, and Graham is one of those people. Graham 
really lit us up from three from the rip from the rip and because he was able to light us up from the three in that first half it set up the entire game from that point on every play made from around the second quarter on was predicated on the threat of Graham killing us from three. I think Graham had four threes in that first part, in that first half. Um, so even though, you know, the Knicks, we ended up winning that first half matchup because if you're looking at the points in the first half, 36 to 27 Knicks, 27 to 27 in the second quarter tied. Um, it was, I feel like Grant, the defense was kind of lacking. I feel like once Graham got into the game, we never really figured out how to guard him. We actually never really figured out how to guard him until the fourth quarter. And usually kind of what happens then is Tom Thibodeau makes a change. They try to play up on him more, and they, they sick our best defender in Reggie Bullock on guys who are, are cooking. And that's kind of what happened. So you already know. Halftime comes, the Knicks are up. We score over 60 points in the first half. We're looking great offensively. We're hitting all our threes, and it's looking good. But you know one thing we have to do is, A, fix the three-point defense, and, B, stop fouling so much because we sent them to the line an awful lot trying to be aggressive on defense. Um, free throw disparity, I think they had 24 free throws entirely. I think they shot around 10 more free throws than the Knicks. All right. 18 of 24 free throws from the Hornets. 12 of 25 from these New York Knicks, if you're looking at the numbers. Um, also, the offensive rebounds was pretty much 15 to 7. Once they figured out that um once these guys started this is what happened this is this is really what started happening too once we got to the third quarter right i already know what tom was saying in the third quarter tom was saying hey guys listen we need to chase these guys off the three-point line because they're killing us from three right between him and miles bridges they was killing us from three so what did the knicks do they start chasing these guys off the three-point line starting in that third quarter. Now, I'll say this. When Graham wasn't in the game and it was just LaMelo Ball in the game, that scheme was working. Because you saw the Knicks made a run in that third quarter to start using the well as kind of a racer. Because we still really didn't, you know, play our best defense on these guards because the guards were blowing by us the whole time in that third quarter. But the difference is um, <laughs> Graham has our number, man. He was able to set up his teammates off of, off of those threes and the drives, unlike LaMelo. LaMelo, we kind of had bottled up. And Nerlens the well, five blocks. I think three blocks alone in that sec second quarter, third quarter, I mean, erased a lot of our dumb mistakes on the perimeter. But once, you know, but once Graham got in the game, that was all she wrote, man. He manipulated the game the entire time. Once the Knicks even started chasing him off that three-point line, it just made us susceptible to offensive rebounds because we were out of place. It, it, it made us susceptible to driving kicks. And it took us out of our game defensively. And we really had to scrap to figure out how to you know combat these guys um and even the third quarter the third quarter the hornets we kind of have like a mini third quarter of doom like a mini third quarter of doom because the hornets scored 32 points in the third quarter to the knicks 26 but at the same time you know we were still able to keep up with their scoring a little bit but we just couldn't really defend it, it was largely because of graham and also guys like Miles Bridges, I love man. If you guys know me, I was um 
I was a, a, a Miles Bridges component guy, man. Miles Bridges went off as well. He went to the three. He was a beneficiary of, of the drive kick game. He was also be able to get some some nice highlight dunks. And Miles Bridges really did his thing. Bridges finishes the night with 30 points. The bench scoring in general was was, was crazy. Between Miles Bridges and Graham, they almost scored. They scored over 50. They scored 55 points by themselves off the bench. Off the bench between Miles Bridges and Devin Graham. They were a problem all night. But um, yeah, the Knicks though, we just have we have the we have the offense, man. We have the offense. Emmanuel quickly for instance. File with the help quarter, of an expert or let it did his thing, scored eleven points in the second quarter. And you I told you I was telling Raw, man, Raw, I love Raw. Raw Raw kind of let him off the hook. He kind of dismissed Emmanuel quickly too fast. He was like, yo, yeah, it's like yo, Raw, calm down. This is his last game quickly didn't play that well. But it was his first game back. He's not Alec Burks, he's not a vet. I knew he was going to get his footing. He just needed a little bit of time. And Mayo quickly did his thing, man. And it, and this is what I love about this team, man. When you start to look at the way these guys are developing, we have guys off this bench who can carry this team for blocks of time at a time to take us to victory. And Mayo quickly had a, a stint where he scored 11 points. In that second quarter. And I'm also loving that you really you really even haven't seen the Emmanuel quickly floater this season. I mean, not this season, this game. He's working on all the aspects of the game. The, the layup he actually made today, he went completely to the hole, man. So they're really working on Emmanuel Quickly's game. And he's gonna be an X Factor when it comes to these playoffs. He's gonna be an X Factor. I'm not sure what type of minutes he's gonna get. Um because you know we have a lot of guards. But I know he's going to be a factor. There's going to become a time where we're going to need shooting. And the coach is going to call his number. And he's going to have to do his thing. And, and matter of fact, these Hornets, man, they went, they were fluctuating between zone and man-to-man -man all night. And every time they went zone, the Knicks killed them. Every time. Every time. So this, almost every time anyway. In the second half, maybe not as much. That's when the shooting kind of went down. But every mostly every time the Knicks, they went zone, the Knicks killed them. And Emmanuel quickly had a great night on the night. 11 points in the third quarter. 13 points overall for Emmanuel quickly. Looking for him to have a nice spark in uh, in the Atlanta, ser Atlanta series. Hopefully he's back for the Atlanta. Hopefully he plays in the Atlanta series and, and does well. Um, but yeah, also Derrick Rose, man. Our bench. Our bench is just so potent, dog. Derrick Rose also had his his stint in the third quarter. I think he, there was a there was a point where he scored seven straight points. Derrick Rose, man, he had like a three and two drives. Derrick Rose did his thing. Did his thing. This is a complete team effort. So even though the defense was down, there there was, there was different times. When different players stepped up to this team. This team is just built different, man. They did a really good job. Really, really good job. Which brings me to the fourth quarter where things started to really, really get interesting. But, you know, before I even get to the fourth quarter to talk about that, let me just shout out to the chat. Solo Dolo today. No Roar. Roar don't usually be here on Saturdays. Just your boy Jay Ellis. This is like this is like I'm, this is like Instagram, man. This is back in the day when I when I used to do game recaps on Instagram. When it was me, me, myself, and I doing these Instagram recaps on the Nick at Time Show, man. But shout out to everybody in the chat. Shout out to all the mods here. Everybody who's celebrating this Knicks win. Shout out to Rich Jim D. Nice, Fritz Alessandro is the mod. Rude A, Terry D. Nice, and also shout out to the guy who gave us the super shout out to the super chatters man they help support the channel if you want to talk about this game you have any comments about this game you can certainly go to the discord link and talk about these knicks win it's a huge knicks win man this knicks win it puts us in in contention to play these hawks in the first round you know so big win hopefully the miami heat blow the game to the, to the bucks tonight and we bring it home and we bring it home 
But shout out to you guys. Hit that Discord link if you want to talk. And once you hit the Discord link, Fritz will be there to guide you through so you can talk Knicks basketball live on the air with your boy Jay Ellis for the KOT show, all right? All right, all right. Now, back to this game. Yeah, the fourth quarter was interesting. Because the Knicks were beating these Hornets all game long. It didn't matter. Even with the third quarter of slight doom, it didn't matter. The Hornets, the, but the Hornets end up taking a lead for the first time in the fourth quarter with a 90-89 to 89 lead. The Knicks... By themselves, man, they blew two leads. They blew they had they blew an 18 point lead in the second quarter and a 17 point lead later on. Because they wasn't able to play good defense, but they figured something out in the fourth quarter. But like I said, the Hornets kind of went to town in the fourth quarter. They were still driving the quickly kicking. At this point of the game. Graham's three-point threat was... Graham wasn't even looking to shoot a three in the fourth quarter. He already knew that the Knicks were game-planning just to scramble off the line. At that point, he was just driving and kicking, driving and kicking, driving and kicking, rinse and repeat. And the Knicks couldn't do anything about it for, I feel like, the whole third quarter and half of the fourth quarter. And but we figured it out somehow. We figured it out somehow. At, at a point, the Knicks finally stopped the dribble penetration. Just a lot of more. The the one on one defense just got a lot better in the fourth quarter. And those clean looks that they were getting, they weren't getting those anymore. The threes they were getting that were wide open, they weren't getting anymore. They were relegated to, you know, off the dribble threes. From the top of the key, after the Knicks defense stopped them from penetrating so much, Scooter Satam Thibodeau for uh, changing up the defensive scheme. But also, you gotta you gotta big up your man, Alec Burks. Though Alec Burks really took control in the span in the fourth quarter. Like now, I'll say this: he didn't finish the fourth quarter. But I feel like that was more about Julius Randle's shot selection than Alec Burks. I think, and Julius got it together eventually, but Alec Burks really did his thing. Alec Burks, like I said, I mentioned this earlier on the night. Alec Burks finished with with um, 14 points and 9 rebounds. But what really impressed me was the 5 assists. Because he really became a point guard. And Alec Burks gets a lot of flack for not passing enough. But he did a great job, man. Exactly. So, the gun, yo, gunshots for Alec Burks, man, today. Gunshots for Alec Burks, who did his thing in the fourth quarter. A lot of those points in the fourth quarter to keep up. Because, you know, we only scored. The Knicks only scored, I believe, 14, 15 points. In the fourth quarter. But once we got it together, a lot of those points had to do with Alec Burks breaking down the defense and setting up people for easy buckets, man. Whether it was Julius Randle or other people, he scored and assisted in most of those points in that fourth quarter. Just by driving, just by making layups, just by being a threat. So Alec Burks, to me, has turned the corner for this Knicks team as a, a playmaker, you know? And then Julius Randle, I love the guy. Great game all together for Julius Randle. But he went a little bit too much ISO in the fourth quarter. Now, granted, like I said, Zeller cannot hold a candle to Julius Randle. But, you know, Julius Randle's shots were a lot, rimmed in and out a lot that game. A lot, a lot. Especially in that first quarter. He got some nice clean looks on these ISO shots. But he could have got cleaner looks if he moved the ball. And was committed to driving and kicking like he was in that first quarter. Yeah, man. I miss Roy Hebrew today, man. He's going to be on the move. But hopefully we'll get him back soon. But salute. Thanks. Yo, thanks for the support, guys. But 
Listen, but here's the thing with Randall and these Knicks team. They adjusted in the, in the OT. They adjusted in OT, which is all you can ask for. Right? It's all you can ask for. Um, But the Hornets, listen, the Knicks defense, even though we didn't play great offense in the fourth quarter as well, the defense picked up and... I think the Hornets was on like a four-minute stand, a four-minute, a four-minute stanza where they couldn't score in that fourth quarter. You know what I mean? So it was like a four-minute span where they couldn't score. So they figured it out defensively. All of a sudden, they figured out that Graham was only going to drive. He wasn't even thinking about shooting. So the rotations were better, the one-on-one defense is better, and the the shots they forced him to make to take were even better. So. I know people were scared, right? Because at the end of the game, the game was on a lot. It's tied 104-104. Terry Rozier had his little stink where he goes off. Because we kind of shut him down for most of the game. But Terry Rozier, he, he had a little a spurt in the fourth quarter when he started going off, right? Game is on the line. Graham shoots a three. And it goes up. Me, personally, I know some guys, they were nervous. They were like, wow, this is a shot. I can't believe we gave him this much room to shoot the shot. But for me, I kind of felt like it wasn't going in only because he he made it he made it his business to just set up people for a quarter and I felt like he wasn't going to be hot from 3 anymore. That was the first three he's taken in like a quarter and a half. So even though he took that shot and he was kind of open, I kind of feel like he was out of rhythm for just a, the Knicks defense is clamping down on him. And B, having to take a pull-up three off the dribble to, to win the game when he hasn't shot a three in the game and a half. I feel like I felt like it was a good, the right shot for us. You know? And thankfully, and once we got into OT, these, these Knicks, they've been a different team in this old team. I, here's the thing with this Knicks team. At this point of the season, our roles are defined. We've been together for so long, our rules are defined. And it seems like every overtime game we played in this second type of half of the game, we've had a certain confidence in us that we know we're going to win. And a, a, a crazy second win comes over us in these overtime games, especially after um, ha- the second half of the season is over. You know what I mean? So, you know, like, it's crazy. So... In overtime, Julius Randle, the, the star of the New York Knicks, the all-star that he's been, really took over. I feel like in that overtime portion of the game, he really went back to what he was doing in that first quarter that worked so well, which is using your size and the attention to set other people up to make the easy baskets. He was chucking in that first quarter in the ISO, in ISO situations. And I, I don't blame him for chucking because he is a star. He's the closer. And a lot of those shots rimmed in and out. But what was working was Alec Burks driving and kicking. And I feel like he could have done the same and read the game into that as well. But, you know, that's, that's the nature of the beast. That's the nature of learning the game. And at the end of the day, he adjusted and we ended up winning the game. So what happens in the fourth quarter, in the overtime, I mean? These Knicks in overtime did what they had to do. I think the Knicks didn't, the, the Hornets really didn't score for like, a, like a, I think a 12-minute span or something like that. Overtime, the Knicks blow out the Hornets 14-4. to Largely because of Julius Randle's playmaking. Julius Randle, every time, he assisted in multiple baskets, just going to the hole and dishing it off. He dished it off to Reggie Bullock, who finally came back to life again for three. He drove and kicked to Alec Burks. I think quickly might have hit a three in that, in that overtime victory. He became the distributor, the point forward that Fisdell always wanted to be, that he never became until he met Tom Thibodeau, and he, he got better in these New York Knicks. He's, he just got that much better, and he brought us home. And not only that, Alec Burks, the newfound closer of this New York Knicks team, 
hit some good big buckets for us as well. And all year long, Alec Burks has been scoring on two levels. The two levels of the three-point shooting and the mid-range. Recently, since he's come back from injury, I don't know if it's because he has fresh legs or he's more locked in. Because, you know, veterans, they get more locked in when it comes to these playoff times. That's just kind of how they are. You saw what Derrick Rose did. Where they were talking about Derrick Rose, the sixth man of the year, when he was going on for that, that span. These veterans, they lock in. But Alec Burks has been finishing at the rim at a higher clip lately. So, the, so don't look now. It looks like we have our closers. You know? It looks like we have a Derrick Rose who can be a closer on a hot night. Alec Burks can be a closer on a hot night. And, and Julius Randle, who's kind of learning out of, on the fly to be that closer. Or, or at least make the correct play when it's called for him to make the correct play. But shout out to these Knicks, man. Shout out to these Knicks. The Knicks beat the Hornets in overtime. Getting this win. 40 wins on the night for the New York Knicks. Air, man. The Knicks have done their thing. Who would have thought it, man? Who would have thought that we'd be here right now, man? Proud to be a New York Knicks fan. Now, listen, man. If you want to talk to your boy, hit that Discord link. If you have any mo if you have any uh, comments, if you feel like I missed something, yo, Jay Ellis, what about such and such? You didn't mention. If you want to talk about it, let's, let's talk about it, man. Get on these links. Yo, shout out to Gregory Lee. He sent a five out to the says, right now we're the most dangerous team in the East. Plain and simple, our defense can quote, unquote, find us in finals. Call me crazy. Woo, the finals talk. Gregory, going with the finals talk. Man, listen. Listen. Miracles have happened before with this Knicks team. I keep referencing, man. My one of my favorites Knicks team is the 2000 Knicks team with uh, Latrell's P. Allen, Allen, Houston, Marcus Camby. Where uh, you know that team went from sneaking into the playoffs in AC unexpected to reaching the NBA Finals. I'm not saying we're doing that. I'm not saying we're doing that because I, 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 I listen. There's some beasts up there in the top that we have to get through. Right, but defense can carry. We can carry on with defense. And the weird thing about this team is we've been getting better game to game, week to week. Our shooting has been getting better every week. So you never know. Now, the problem though, yeah, yo, Fritz, yeah, let's go, yo, set it off, Fritz. The problem though is we don't have that many. We don't have the Knicks. Don't have that many guys who have playoff experience. We have Derrick Rose, so I expect Derrick Rose to get some minutes, maybe increased minutes. Who has playoff experience? We have Taz Gibson, who's seen a lot of playoff action. Um, Julius Randle, our star, he hasn't really been in this position before. He's going to be learning on the fly. But I know that Tom Thibodeau is on this guy so much. He's at least going to have these guys prepared. And when you're prepared the way Tom Thibodeau is prepared, um, you're a little bit more at ease when you're walking into situations that you've never walked into before, right? And also, you know what? I have to offer sec. He called them Bubble Burks, Alec Burks, a.k.a. Alec Buckets. He has playoff experience as well. He's been in the playoffs last year with the 76ers. Um, so, and he's had a couple of good games there. So he's tasted the playoffs as well. So, you know, when it comes to the Knicks versus if we if it is Knicks Hawks, we, we they, they're a good team. They've been playing better, but we we have a good shot because we have some guys who have playoff experience who, who are here for the long haul, who have who have done it before. I mean, you know what I mean? But yo, shout out to the chat before Fritz is going to come in here and give us his, his insight. But before Fritz hits this discord chat. Shout out to the chat. Oh, shout out to another $10 super chat, man. Gunshots for Gregory Lee. And everybody else who's, who's giving the super chats, man. The, the, the super chats helps pay for these writers. Uh, helps upgrade the stuff, man. It just it just helps keep everything going. Helps pay these bills. So shout out to everybody who's supporting the show. Also, there's PayPal. There's options to pay through PayPal and Cash App as well if you if you want to support the channel, right? But shout out to Gregory Lee. He sends a $10 super chat. He says, don't forget... We was an A seed. We made the finals. No one expected us. Even if we lose in the conference finals, I'm fine. But it's up to it's an uphill fight 
But if we have Tibbs who can scheme us there, then sky's the limit. I get you, man. I get it. Tibbs is the X factor. Like, we talk about what's the most important signing of this all season. And, you know, Noel was Nerlens Noel who's been filling in for Mitchell Robinson. Even though we're, we're getting beat on the boards a lot because we're missing Mitch. But he's filled in for us. He's been an important signing. Alec Burks as well. Another closer has been an important signing. Derek Rose as well. But none of this works without the mastermind, the scheming, and the the hard work of Tom Thibodeau, who just does not sleep. He just he's a guy who's gonna out he's gonna work you. He's gonna outwork other coaches, and he's gonna push the right buttons to get these other guys motivated. So you're absolutely right about that, Gregory Lee. All right. Now, um, just to let you know, the Discord link is open. The Discord link is pinned to the top of the chat. So if you want to talk to your boy, you want to talk about Knicks, you excited about playoffs, hit that Discord link and we can talk Knicks, all right? And I'm bringing Fitz into the live as we speak. Shout out to Fitz. I don't even think you need to hit the just stream button, Fitz. I just need, you just need to hit the KOT live button since Raw is not here. I think you'll be fine with that, all right? Hey, how's it going? Yo, it's, it's, man, listen, 40 wins, 40 wins, man. I'm happy, man. Yo, outstanding year. Outstanding year. Like, I, you know what? Before the season, my my mind was, for a second, I thought 40. But I thought 40 with, you know, with one of those fantasy trades. Right, right. Bradley Beal, you know, it, but it's 40 what, what we had, yeah. which makes it special. And um, yeah, shout out to Gregory Lee, you know, with his comment about the AC. You know, with that year, it was also a shortened season. Um, it was yeah. about peaking at the right time. Mm-hmm. That's that's where we're at. Um, this team lacks nothing. Yeah, you can't say hey, we need something. It's it's just about shuffling the players at the right time. Yeah. And and that's that and we got one of the best coaches in the league to do that. So really excited about that. Um looking forward to the playoffs. Um, you know, we gonna be here. So Yeah. Um I like, Yeah, but also I like that point. Hold on, I like that I like that lack nothing mm-hmm. point Fritz. I like that mm-hmm. lack nothing point. Like because when you look at you think about and who knows if we get gets Mitchell Robinson back because Mitchell Robinson they said News came out about Mitchell Robinson. They said that um, there's a possibility he'll be back for the playoffs. They're still trying to work him back, but he hasn't done five on five drills. But there's a possibility he'll be back, but they're not rushing him back. But like you said, Fritz, what is missing from this team, right? Like the argument could be, hey, we, we might need another star. Do we need that or do we need – the stars we have on this team to play their role, you know, because everybody has to mm-hmm. on this team at certain points. We have a guy we can run an offense through in Julius Randle. We are top defense team, top four defense in the league. We have clo- people who can close and Alec Burks and Derrick Rose. We have block shot blocking. We have three point shooting. We technically have everything. <laughs> It's, it's maybe, maybe star power might be it, if anything. Right? I, absolutely. Absolutely. Now, I'm sorry. Now, go on. I, I just thought it was an interesting point. Go ahead. No, I also wanted to heap some praise on Julius Randle. He started the year on fire. Yeah. But I think he's better now than he was in, in the beginning of the season. Absolutely. I, I think... The one thing about the beginning of the season, Julius Randle was hitting ridiculous shots. Yeah. Now he's in a flow, and it's not ridiculous shots. These these are planned plays. The, the, these are miracle shots. This isn't him playing out his head. This is normal play. Absolutely. This is um, in the beginning of the season. I think he was shooting. He was shooting great. Now he's blowing past people. Yeah, he's taking people off the dribble. He's getting to the rim. It's not just all jump shots. It's not all threes. It's not crazy one handers. This this is sustainable. So now I agree. With really you. excited. The awards gonna start coming in. Absolutely, and everybody has to take notice. So really happy about that. 
Um, you know, that's basically all I wanted to say. But like, thanks for holding down solo. Absolutely excited for the playoffs. Let's go, Support man! The channel. Get these hats. Get the yo. Get these get this merch. These merches, man. <laughs> we in the playoffs. We back, baby. Gunshots. Yeah, Knicks are making the playoffs first time. Eight years, twenty thirteen. Mm-hmm. We are back, man. Let's get yeah. Sh- get playoffs geared up. You know, wear your hat to the workplace. You know, show your Nick pride. So, um, get ready for the playoffs. Ex- absolutely, absolutely. Yo, shout out to All Fritz, right. man. Always holding it down, dog. Discord link is open if you want to talk. Let's, let's, let's discuss this. Let's discuss this. I've seen some, some, some valid comments in the chat. And shout out to Craig Williams, man. He's been a, a, a supporter of the KOT show for years. Every iteration, when Kat, you know, Kat, when we was all together with Kathy, Ryan, and Edson, Sean, to every single iteration of KOT show. Shout out to you. All right? But um, I've seen somebody says, okay, we need to all start on Kawhi Leonard. He's free this season, kind of, sort of. Yeah, yeah, you, you're kind of right. Like, okay, if we're if you are missing anything, really, it could be star power, right? You, you're hoping RJ can grow into that role. But he, he, he might be shaky at this point. You'll, you'll see flashes of RJ being able to do that stuff. Um, it's funny, though. We do need a point guard. Kind of seems like I said, hey, we do need a point guard in the wing. But to Fritz's point, it really depends on who you play, right? Because if you're looking at Alec Burks on the night, like I said, Alec Burks had five assists tonight. Alec Burks was playing point guard to close the game. You know? So it's like we're complaining about overpaying at this point getting 15 minutes a game or so. But really, 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 we can take out Everyone Payton's 15 minutes a game and split those minutes at point guard between Rose, Burks, and even quickly and be all right. You know? And be all right. Like, we have enough team. We, we have enough to scare people. I don't think we're going to win a chip. But I think, I think the real point of this is, like, we're so close to being almost there. We're so close to being almost there. And if... Tom Thibodeau plays the right player pieces. If he decides to even go less of Alfred Payton in the playoffs, go more of Alec Burks, D Rose, and maybe even Frank, if you if he's concerned about you know defense, have Frank be more of a role as a uh, as a guy who's going to play defense, and not just have him a point guard, but you know, but run the run the offense more through R.J. Barrett and Alec Burks and these other guys. Then it's like we kind of have the pieces to to do something. You know what I mean? Maybe not finals, but like to do to really do something. You know what I mean? And, and I think that's why I like um, Fritz's comment because we do. It's just more of how he uses these chess pieces. And you know, I I love Tibbs. He's one. Of, he's the eleventh best winning coach in the NBA at this point. Um, he's gotten us to this point right now. He's leading us, man. It's nitpicky at this point. This is not a knock on Tibbs. It's Nick Picky at this point because he's got us here. Yeah, we do need a pass guard point guard. Listen, but I'm just saying, I, I know Craig says we need a pass first point guard who can shoot lights out. When Burks is passing, Burks is passing today, five assists. He's, listen, if he's watching the game today, Burks assisted in a lot of points in that first, fourth quarter. We went dead in that fourth quarter. We didn't start scoring. Until Alec Burks was setting other people up. Where where the defense went dead in that fourth quarter is when is when Randall went ISO in the fourth quarter. Randall turned it around in OT and he started to actually make plays. Now I do I do agree though we it would benefit us to have a, a pass first point guard, especially somebody who's gonna push the tempo more. Because that is something we're missing. Somebody who could push the tempo. But we still have a lot here. We have a lot on this team to make a threat. To make a push and to scare some of these teams. You know what I mean? It's not perfect, but we have a lot. We have a lot here to work with. Depending on, you know, depending on how we use it. But salute to the chat, man. Salute to everybody who's rocking the KOT show. No Raw today. Shout out to Raw Game. I got a Raw Metaphor, man. He is not here today. But... 
I think he'll be here next week. I have to see. I know he, he's he's house shopping and stuff. Um, and he's not gonna be here tomorrow either. It's gonna be me. I've, I'm going to see who I can get tomorrow. I have a guest in mind. I might have. Um, we'll see. We will see. We will see. But last game of the season is tomorrow. Big game tonight. It is the Bucks versus the Heat. Jimmy Butler is not a hundred percent sure he's going to play tonight. So this could be it. This could be it. It could be Knicks Atlanta Hawks in the first round. If it's Knicks and Atlanta Hawks in the first round, we're looking nice. We're looking nice. It's looking good. Then you're hoping we make that second round. If we make that second round, oh baby, I will be intolerable. Yeah, salute to Uncle Roy, man. Salute to Roy Hebo in the chat. But yeah, man, that yo, that is our show, man. I'm gonna wrap it up early so y'all can get out here and enjoy y'all Saturday. If you support the channel and support the New York Knicks and support the KOT show. Here's what I want you to do. Here's what you can do. You can like and subscribe to the channel. You can share our content. We always have insightful post games here. Whether it's me, Dolo, or me and Raw, or me, whoever is here, we always have insightful post games here. We talk about the offense, the defense, the defensive schemes, what's working, what's been not working. And if you like that type of stuff, oh, you definitely tune in to the Nick of Time show. It's going to give you that insight, all right? So definitely like, subscribe, and share the channel. Also, if you want to buy some merch, I'm going to tell you how to do that real quick. All you got to do is go to the nickatimeshow.com and get your merch. Hit that catalog button. Yo, check out, yo, shout out to my writers who do their thing, man. Another article dropping today, so shout out to that, to those. And hit that, bow, and view product. Get those KOT snapbacks for your head top, man. Get you those. Or get you those Who's Man's is this t-shirts as well, man. All right? All you got to do if you want to support. All right? Also, Super Chats and all those things are welcome. Super Chats, PayPals, and all those are welcome. Shout out to the chat, man. One last shout out before I shut it down for you guys. Yo, thanks, man. Thanks for watching, man. I've been doing, we've been doing this. We've been doing this for, yo, shout out to Craig, man. Listen. Oh. Craig. Gunshots in the air, man. Craig, longtime supporter of the KOT show. I feel like he might have been one of like our third listener, dog. Like dead, like for real. When we had 30 listens a week on SoundCloud in 2016, 2017, before Knicks Fan TV, before we was going on Zoom, before we was doing YouTube Live, I, 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 Craig was been here commenting, liking, following me, on, following us on different social media platforms. Shout out to Craig, man. Sends a forty dollars super chat. He says, "Always supporting, man. Even when I'm not in the chat, I'm still listening live. Can't believe 140 games and hit that thumbs up. Yeah, man." For real, y'all. You know. You know. We've been doing episodes. Listen, we've been doing this since Derrick Rose first got to the New York Knicks. And I finally get to do these pods and these interactions and, the, and these talks when the Knicks have a winning season. It's crazy. Super crazy. Super crazy. Before I was even on YouTube, we was just on SoundCloud. We was just on SoundCloud. Yo, but shout out to everybody who rock with the KT show, man. Shout out to D Nice. Shout out to Winston Ellis. Shout out to Fritz. Shout out to JT Reddick. Shout out to the people who didn't even know there was a Nick of Time show. They found me on Nick's Fan TV. They thought, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Didn't even know there was a Nick of Time show. Even though I had the kid, even though the Nick of Time show is in the title. See, people still didn't quite figure it out. <laughs> shout out to Winston Ellis. Shout out to Rich Jim. Shout out to Ricardo Custer. But yeah, there was a Nick of Time show before I, I collaborated over there. But sh shout out to Gregory Lee. Shout out to Gerald Lillene. Shout out to Stanley Mann. 
I'm, I'm scrolling up. I'm looking for you guys. I'm looking for you guys because I'm, I'm happy, man. Shout out to Michael Mitchell. Shout out to everybody, man, who's been supporting, man. Salute, 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 salute. All right. That is our show, man. Enjoy your Saturday. Remember, 8 o'clock is a crucial game, man. Crucial. 40 wins, man. 40 wins on the season. 40 wins on the season. 50. Man, I can't believe this, man. This is crazy, man. Shout out to your Big Reaper, man. Big Reaper. We have 40 wins, Big Reaper. Shout out to man, Big Reaper, man. Big, Big Reaper always in the Discord, man. What up, real real? Wrapping up the show. Everybody's coming in now. We wrapping up the show, but <laughs> we wrapping up the show, man. But we forty wins. <laughs> oh man, oh man, yo! If you want to go in the Discord link, I'll let. I, if you want to go in the Discord link, you can jump in. Last second, I was wrapping it up, but let me know, cause I was planning to do this till six. <laughs> I was planning to do this till six. Yeah, 40 gunshots, man. 40 gunshots on this night. 40 wins. Press the ooh button. Oh, oh, oh. Three oohs. D Nice said hit that ooh button three times. That's what he said. I got you, D Nice. I got you. I got you. <laughs> oh, man. Salute, man. Salute, salute, salute. Shout out to my boy Ronnie Sandin, man. All right. I'm fine. I'm going to end the show for real now. That is our show, man. Happy to see you guys. If you miss it, I'm sorry, man. But, you know, it's on YouTube Live. You can check it out there. I'm out. I got you. Just watch the show. It's, it's a pretty thorough breakdown, if I say so myself. Not to toot my own horn, but toot toot. You know? <laughs> I don't know. Because <laughs> that's what I do, you know? But that is our show. <laughs> we out of here. Enjoy your Saturday. <laughs> and as always, shout out the World Wide West. Everywhere we go, we leave a worldwide mess. It's a mess out here, damn it. <laughs> oh, man. All right, we out, man. Enjoy your Saturdays, guys. Whoa, wait, wait. D-Nice at the buzzard sends a $10 super chat. And... <laughs> Right before I hit the end stream button. This guy's cutting it close, man. Buzzer beater like Julius Randle and Alec Burks out here. <laughs> $10 super chat. And all it says on the super chat message is ooh. Oh. That's all it says. <laughs> That's all it says. <laughs> Shout out to T-Nice later, bro. Enjoy your Saturday. We out here, man. We out here, man. New York, New York, big city of dreams. I'm coming, coming, I'm coming straight out. New York, New York, big city of dreams. N, 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 Y, C.